last time on Almost Heroes. Uh, we open the session with the boys preparing for a rest and discussing the plan going forward in regard to the different wells and we reflect on what this means for us and our connections to our respective gods. Cosmo doffs his armor before taking his rest and prays further committing himself to his cause and to Morden when a hazy figure appears from the statue of Morden and Cosmo feels a peaceful embrace from the image before it disappears again into the statue. Lynn summons Chandrell for another session of training. He speaks to her of the direness of our situation and asks her for any advice. She tells Glenn how proud she is of his growth and reminds him that even when there seems to be only a single path, there is always another to take and to trust his gut. After the boys wake, some heartfelt words are exchanged. Cosmo expresses that he does indeed feel hopeful about our time ahead and how happy it is he is to have both Glenn and Rangrim at his side. <clears throat> As we all place our hands on the individual symbols around these wells, the symbols change and show representations of other figures who are known to us. They each speak to us, telling us we must give up something in order to gain their blessing. Glynn, standing at the symbol of time, it changes to a figure of Kronos, and he has sacrificed some of his time left in, on this planet, uh, feeling his body age, taking a penalty to his dexterity. Rangrim, on the symbol of power, sees a visage of Tiamat, and has sacrificed some of his power, now feeling less connected to his divine entity, taking a penalty to his wisdom. Cosmo, on the symbol of death, sees the Raven Queen, and after saying he's not afraid to die, the Raven Queen said bet, and settles his connection to the mortal realm, and he can no longer be resurrected. As these prices are paid, and the wells uh, drain our power, life, and time from us, a light rises in the middle as the temple begins to quake around us, but instead of crumbling to the ground, we realize we're moving upward. As the ceiling and walls begin to open, turning this temple into a large stone platform in the center of the Von Hurst lock. Before we can investigate the light in the center and the situation further, we notice a large undead beast flying towards us, being rode by a large hooded dragon. Thank you very much, Dan. That brings us to episode 128, Fractured Future. So we last left our Almost Heroes. Three of you had risen from the depths of the Von Hurst Lock in the Temple of Ao after making some pretty large sacrifices to the gods of power, time, and death. So you now stand on the surface of the lake on the Risen Temple of Ao as the draconic monstrosity Chakar lands heavily in front of you, a cloaked and hooded rider upon its back. And you hear this haunting, cackling laughter that is emanating from this hooded figure. And I think it immediately raises the, the hair on all three of the backs of your necks as you recognize it. Glenn, you recognize it from the coin. Every single time that you've gone through and met someone on the other side, that, that figure that was talking to you, you've, you, you've heard this, this same familiar cackle. And it goes all the way back to when you fought those tattered soldiers in the woods outside of the call, like uh, outside the quiet lands. And you, and, and then again in the, uh, in the temple of Bahamut, this, this like haunting laughter that has followed you through your journey finally has a face put to it. And you see this, this figure that is, you can see their snout protruding from underneath this, this, this hood. And you hear a voice that, Glenn, you recognize. I must thank you for helping to find the heart of Ao 
Though I knew of its existence, I did not know where it resided. And that cackling laughter continues as this figure uh, leaps off of the back of Jakar and lands on the lands on the platform next to you, or not next to you, but uh, kind of across the platform with the the heart of Ao in in between the two of you, still kind of hovering above the well. This uh, basketball-sized orb of white, red, blue, and green energy. And you see this figure look directly at you, Glenn. And it, it, you just see its draconic mouth smirk. Glenyaris Orisis. It has been a while, has it not? And he looks at you and gives a little cackle. Time has not been kind to you since our initial meeting in Saphir, has it? There's three. I can't, I don't have a mage hand, but Glenn is just flipping this fucker off. Not even responding. And he's three. like, there's just three simultaneous hands flipping him off. And Glenn's going to look to him and he goes, I've, I'm going to be 100% honest. I've already forgotten about you. Did I owe you money or did I steal your money? Because either way, I'm not going to pay you. Um, you see their, uh, their, their smile kind of... Um kind of fades a bit as uh, as you kind of start to, uh, you know, be a little bit more, probably a little bit less respectful than they ever are uh, given uh, in their, uh, you know, that they're used to. Um, and, uh, and they continue. Well, whether or not you recognize in this form is no matter. But you may recognize my other faces. And the form in front of you changes. And they, as their as their fake their 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 features begin to kind of liquefy and change, uh, you see them change into a a blonde haired uh, like a like a middle aged blonde haired elven figure wearing these black robes, um, and then they change again and turn into a similar looking elf, a little bit taller, uh, a little bit older, and I mean, Glenn and anyone else that Glenn's shown. Uh, any of Bryn's uh, pictures to, um, you would recognize immediately that these are the the figures of both the hand of the emperor and the the figure that was the father uh, of the hand of the emperor, who was also the uh, the black worm uh, mage and the teacher of Rhaenyra. Um And then they the the form shifts again and they change back into this uh, draconic form where they they pull their hood back off of their head and you can see that they are they are not a dra- like their 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 features they are draconic but it is not like a, a the dragon born it's it's much more uh, the, the features are much more stark and much more dragon like almost like an actual dragon's head on this on this this humanoid body um and as they they pull it off, you can see that their skin is, it's it's not black or gray. It's almost like a very muted gold, almost like tarnished. In in the, and you can see that the light is being reflected off of it, but also flecked all within their their scales. There seems to be these almost like embedded like gems that are like it, like just kind of 
pockmarked around their entire visage, but they have like multiple big, huge horns coming off of the back of their head um, as they've now uh, revealed their face. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm a little disappointed, Taurus. It's taken you so long to realize your plan. It's a little embarrassing for someone who touts as much as power as you. I mean, couldn't have done this in like the first hundred years. What what took you so long? He uh, he just laughs and goes, uh, <laughs> "I expected more from you, Glenyaris. You are so far from the truth." Truth is uh, in the eye of the beholder in a lot of ways, right? When you consider yourself whatever is necessary for for this empire, but they've been doing fine without you for far too long and they'll be doing fine without you as soon as I remove that hideous head of yours. The the laughing, uh, the laughing continues. (sighs) Well, if that's the way it must go, then so be it. Your deaths are inevitable, but I must admit, they are a waste. The only thing inevitable is uh, when Rangram's sleeping in bed with your mother later today. Fucking A, right? Um, <laughs> I think immediately the frown, like, I think that the smile just stops and the laughter stops and... The mom uh, was too far. Got it. Okay. Got it. You you see. I do an uh, inside check see, to see if that hurt his feelings. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll give that to you for free uh, with your passive insight. That, that I rolled a nat twenty. Oh my! <laughs> oh my god! I'm glad you're using him up now. Uh, you hurt his pride uh, very much. He's not used yes. to being disrespected like this. Um, feelings. I don't think that this figure's had feelings for quite some time. But uh, the the their pride. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you did just slightly wound that. Um, Glenn whispers I... to Cosmo and Rangrim's like, he's human, we can kill him. He has feelings. End him. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he smiles and uh, through like kind of gritted teeth now and goes, human, you say? <laughs> I'm far from that. Now, when I discovered that you were here in Sakal and so close to the Platinum Key, Glenyaris, the one that was hidden away by that fool of a fallen prince, Brine or Luther or whatever he called himself, it's I could barely brain. believe. He just waves it off and continues. I could barely believe it is you, but of course I knew it already, but I still couldn't believe it. And is just continuing to laugh. He goes, you think I'm human? Well, if that were the case, then my ability to see into the future and see what your futures will be and your inevitable demise would be far beyond my capabilities. But I... <laughs> I've seen it all. I've seen every permutation of not only my future, but yours. 
And when I looked into my future, you know what I found? I found myself wanting. So I figured I would carve a new destiny for myself, making something where, well, I had the power that I so rightfully deserve. And you, well, you'll just be nothing more than a memory with very few people to remember you by. So, we, Glenn, do we do we know this asshole? Yeah, I was gonna say, can I do a history check? It, it seems he's alluding to like some relationship well before Bryn was involved. Can I do a, a history check for like, yeah, Glenn's sure, history to see if he can reflect on absolutely, hundred percent. Take advantage on that. Who might be a relationship piece? Okay, cool. I was gonna. I'll still burn it for the sake of, but I was going to use my inspiration from last time. Holy shit, another nat 20. That was two wow. nat 20s in a row. Um, Glenn. Uh, uh, total 25. Okay, uh, I mean. that one. <laughs> uh, Glenn, it's, it's, it's very clear. Um, you first met this, this figure when you were in Zephyr. They were the, they were the one that the Zephyrian council was speaking to uh, mm. the night that you were banished. You, that was the that was the first time you ever saw this figure, and the first time they ever saw you. The this figure has you've talked to them through the coin multiple times, and their goal was to try to get you to essentially do what they couldn't, which was uh, find the platinum key and release Jakar. Um, that that was the times that you've interacted with them through these these coins that they've been leaving around, you know. It's a call throughout your journey from episode three on, basically, that you've been interacting with this form. Um, beyond that, though, the there's you you called this figure Taurus, and they showed you their other faces. But this form, this this figure, like the the only the only thing that you could associate it with is. You know that, based on histories that you've read, and Glenn is a very learned, uh, a very learned elf, and has spent a lot of time, you know, just basically, you know, learning as many things from books and, and history as possible. That it is very common for dragons, especially of incredible power, to be able to change their forms at will, and being, you know. Being able to take the forms of Tauros or Tauros and uh, and Arius, uh, the black worms that uh, you know have been very close to the Emperor and have been you know spending time in Goldbreak for hundreds and hundreds of years, then you know this could you would assume that this this figure in front of you is Goldbreak. Uh. Glenn looks him dead in the eyes, super serious, and he says, uh, Taurus, you know what they say about a, a mage of your, your caliber? What happens uh, when they walk into a wall fully naked, fully erect, right? Yeah. <laughs> You just see there, they don't answer you. They do not give you any, they do not uh, aid you in your joke, but they, they just scowl at you. 
their snout always hits first, and I cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, uh, what's that save? Uh, it is a... I'm on Cosmo's character sheet. <laughs> one sec. Well, that's the wrong one. What, what you that's doing over not... there? <laughs> that's not me. That's not right. <clears throat> that is a... Why am I? For the laughter spell, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Wisdom. Wisdom. How wise is this ancient dragon? Like really? Probably not very. Yeah. Nah. That. That was a nat twenty. Um, ah. Plus, plus a bunch. Uh, so that uh, that and no no jokes at all. I'll, I'll screenshot that. That's insane. Um, they, uh, funnily enough, uh, you know this might be strange, but not incredibly comedic. Uh, this 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 ancient dragon. Uh, it's difficult what? to get them to to get a ch- get a chuckle buster out of them. Uh, you know, a belly buster out of them. So um, you see this spell kind of like just. I think it hits them, and you see that it just reflects off of. Before it even hits them, uh, there is about a two-foot barrier away from them that this uh, magic that just goes, Oof, and your spell just dissipates. And uh, as soon as you cast that spell, you see them just, their mouth curl into a just horrifying smile, and they just bare their teeth. And I need the three of you to roll for initiative. Good job, Glenn. We could have talked our way out of that one. <laughs> I don't think we could have. I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, let's go, go with a nah. <laughs> Wanna go with a nah, bro? For that one, actually? You know for me, Raw. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Okay. Just a nasty 20. It's dirty. just dirty. Dirty. So dirty. Muchacha Susia. Ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy. Here we go. Rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, let's go. I think that's a dirty 20 for me as well. Yep. All right. Who has the higher decks now? (laughs) Now that Glenn's been uh, ageified. Probably still Glenn. Yeah, I was like, Dex is not not my dump stat, but I... I, Okay, what'd you get, Rankrim? I'll keep it in line with the boys. I got a three. Yay, perfect. Um, well, that is going to put uh, Glint top of the order. Um, your spell obviously is was a surprise round, so that will not be counted. So you have your uh, you have your full round. Um, looking at this map, there's water. The this you know all around you. Uh, the the temple has opened up. Uh, you can walk along these these walkways on either direction if you want to get more uh, you know space between you. Um, there you can see that there is some sort of emanating area around the uh the heart of ao and again the water is probably a good 10 feet down uh from the side of this 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 temple um and above you in the sky the in the night sky the the, the starfall continues uh, reflecting off the water below uh um glenn is going to glenn is going to stealthily Apply the Mage Bane oil to Chandrell 
Oh. So he is going to take the Mage Bane oil and apply it to one of the sides of the double-bladed scimitar. Okay, so it's like a fun and, dip. It's like a fun. It's like one of the fun yeah. dip packages where you get one little bit, a little different flavor on each side of it. Yeah, Glenn's gonna do it as as stealthily as possible, though. Hopefully, to like not let uh, Taurus. Let's see just call them. Let's just call them Gold Break, just so that it's nah, easier to remember. Glenn doesn't fucking respect this piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, roll, me a slide, no. roll me a slide of hand. Okay. All of it. The lowest I can get to twenty four. <laughs> And I got a 25. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, I'll see what they're... Uh, I'll see what they're... Hmm. Is it against their passive, right? Yeah, I think that you're... I think you're good. Okay. You're able to pull that off. It's it's close, though. And... That's scary. Lynn is going to hold... We never, we've never really applied oil. Is that an action or a bonus action? Free action? How do we treat? Because <clears throat> like equipping um, an item is a free I think action. It, let's say it's a bonus action, just like a potion would be. Okay, so Glenn will take that as a bonus action, um, and I'm gonna hold my action to I'm trying to see what what I want the trigger to be. Um, yeah, Glenn is going to. Nah, Glenn will take the dodge action. So anybody that attacks him with melee is going to have disadvantage. And Glenn is going to move his body over to this side of the, the long bridge. So I'm gonna take the dodge action. So anybody that has anybody that attacks him that effectively he can see uh, has disadvantage on the attack, and um, the mage bane's poison is now applied to one side of the double blade centaur, and that's Glenn's turn. Okay, um, that is going to bring us to uh, Cosmo Stoneheart. Oh, right. Um, so what is, so basically at this point, we're all just kind of moving around the, uh, yeah, I mean, you, or you can sit in one spot. It's totally, uh, totally up to you. Yeah. What is, so this, the orb, right? Essentially mm-hmm. the heart of AO, um, is it, it's like the size of a basketball you said? Basketball, yeah, it's about that size. Combined with all the when all these bocce balls that you guys summoned, kind of right. combined together, the, the bocce uh, ball of time, death, and power. <laughs> some fucked up bocce balls is what that is. Uh, that's, that's not a bocce ball game I want to play. Absolutely, yeah, you guys not. play bocce ball, right? <laughs> um, Squid Games next season. <laughs> can I roll a Arcana check, maybe of some kind, yes. to determine if I feel like there is a shield around it uh absolutely um we're not very good at these it's fine but there have been <laughs> enough nat 20s uh going on tonight that um we'll see never know nope it's a 12 um 
So you can definitely tell that there's there's a lot of energy radiating off, radiating off of this, um, and you're you're still getting this this ambient feeling, not even ambient, overt feeling that something is very wrong with, with this 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 orb in front of you. It's magical, like uh, heart of Ao, like in quotations. Um, you know, whatever this thing is, like you're not getting the you know the good vibes off of it. You're something. You're it's something is wrong. That's that's all I'll give you. The like good vibe of following Cosmo's inner self that led us to this place is gone. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think, I think that bad vibes all around uh, right. currently in currently. this current situation. Yeah. Um, bad I, vibes, so I, bro, I think bad it's, vibes. I think it's difficult to. You really would have to kind of focus on what's going on there. Um, and I, I just, yeah, I, I think you're not. There's not kind of like now all of a sudden you're feeling like you're in the wrong place. You're just your right. inner sense of good and evil and all that stuff is just like alarms are going off that something is wrong with this thing. Okay. All right. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I think I've learned my lesson enough touching <laughs> objects that don't look right. Um, a vibe check for action performance. <laughs> Maybe. Would it help if it looked left? Maybe. All right. Um, all right. I think that's it then. We just roll. We roll with it. I think Cosmo, he pulls out his war pick and his shield. If they weren't out, they're out. And I think he just lists, he just kind of closes his eyes for a second. And he looks down or and he's just like, I'm not afraid to die. And he runs at Chakar. At Chakar, okay, yeah. Or excuse um, me, uh, Goldbreak. Goldbreak. Okay. Forever okay. it's been Chakar. So suddenly it's like, gotcha. No, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you run at uh, you run at Goldbreak. And uh, I think he like, as he's running, he shouts it. He's like, I am not afraid to die. And uh, we're gonna attack. I think Chet's yelling with you too as you're as you're running forward. Probably. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yes. Exactly that. A hundred percent. Yes. Let's that is, get fucking pitted. It's, it's almost like we've been playing D and D together for three years, reading each other's minds. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So finishing each other's sandwiches. Sandwiches, bro. <laughs> Oh, you got banged. <laughs> what is that? Was that hockey a... man. Oh, uh, hockey man, man, you are a hero. Savage. A minus D4 on your next attack. Roll. Oh, man. you Hockey man is my favorite villain. Yeah, hockey man's <laughs> the big bad all along. Absolutely. All right. So the gold break go... praise to hockey man. All right. Uh... Oh, and then bless the gold break. <laughs> Shit. Oh man! Seriously, seriously, you, that you are the you're the real MVP, hockey man. All right, so um, my first attack is a twenty nine to hit minus a D four. Uh, that way is minus the D four. <laughs> oh my god! Um, that does that that does hit. And when you're when you're swinging through, uh, well, I'll wait till you roll the rest of your attacks. Okay. And then, um, 
The second one is a... 11 and 15. 26 to hit? Uh, 20, 26 does hit, yes. All right. That is wild. I didn't make the rules. <laughs> um, yep. Okay. And then, um, in the term, in, in the realm of just for damage sakes, is he an undead or a fiend? Uh, no. Just a dick. Just, just deciding how many D8s I need to get out. That's all. That is, that is all. That is all. That is indeed Please. all. <laughs> Please hold. Please hold for math. Please hold for math. All right, so we're going to go to that. We're doing things. Doing some, ooh, doing some big damn. All right. All right, so we got 10, we got 19, and we got 12, 22. Uh, so 19 and 22 plus 61 damage. Oof, oof. Hello, break. Goodbye, gold break. <laughs> you, so Cosmo, you, you run up and I mean, just charge forward and and just start wailing with your battle cry uh, with with your war pick. Um, and as you're swinging through, you can tell that there is like there is a magical resistance, like some sort of barrier that is around Goldbreak. And as you swing through it, like you can immediately tell it is hurting you as you are swinging through it. But you continue your attacks through and just like bring them home. And you can see as you hit Goldbreak, like. Your pick, it's like it's hitting, it's almost like when you're picking into like a solid wall. Like this, like their hide is dense. It's almost like you're chipping things away and like pieces of like scales and uh, and other little like, like almost like little gems, like kind of fall off onto the ground. Mm -hmm. um, but like you do make contacts. Uh, you are also gonna take a wee bit of damage as you uh, as you scoop uh, as you enter into their aura of protection here, that is that is also an aura of ouchies. Um, that is going to be uh, seventeen damage to you, Cosmo, as you uh, as you swing into this aura. Um, and uh, basically, I mean, that just it, I think it's just like you can feel their rage. That is just like it's almost like physical heat that is radiating off of them as okay. you as you swing into this. Um, but, uh, yeah, you are able to make damage. You said that's 61 damage. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible amount. Well done. Um. All right. I think, uh. Go have your bonus action. Yeah, I was kind of looking. I guess I should have probably done this before, but it's fine. Uh, it's maybe in an RP way. Like, he, in an RP way, he, like, looked makes eye contact uh and he casts his vow of enmity okay uh you mind breaking me off a description for that again yeah absolutely um blah 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 <laughs> as read by the uh, parents from peanuts 
I was trying to mostly just fill until I found it. I see quality, the one. quality audio. Content. I got it for you. Uh, you can choose a creature within you see within ten feet of you and gain advantage on attack rolls against it for one minute or until it drops to zero HP or falls unconscious. Um, I also have uh, Soul of Vengeance, so that while he is under the effect of my Vow of Enmity, um, if it makes an attack, uh, I can use my reaction to make a melee weapon attack against it. Okay. Do I get a save for this? No. It just. It you just, does. You're just. It's it's like Hunter's mark. You're just marked. It just is. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, sounds sounds bad. Um, okay. I'll. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that the end of your turn? Yep. That's all I got. Awesome. I love it. Um, so this is going to bring us to Goldbreak's turn. Uh, Goldbreak is going to just uh, look at you, Cosmo, and just like, like grinning through these these fangs, looks at you and goes, "Isn't that adorable, little dwarf? I guess you'll be the first to die." And uh, points their uh, points their finger at you, um, and you see a bunch of black necrotic energy that starts to build up, and then you see a spell that comes flying in from your left and uh, the spell just stops before it's even cast at you. And you hear a voice from, uh, from next to you, kind of floating up in the air. It goes, hey, um, so not for nothing. Sorry I'm late. <clears throat> you, uh, looks like you all could use uh, a bit of help. <laughs> what? And you look up and see the Baron uh, who is floating uh, like 20 feet above you, uh, having just stepped through one of his dimensional portals. Let's go. Absolutely clutch. Uh, who just cast Counterspell uh, on on the, uh, on the Goldbreak's uh, Finger of Death spell that they were casting at you. So uh, as, uh, as this spell kind of uh, wavers and fades, you see... Goldbreak look up and see uh, see the Baron just goes uh, <laughs> I recognize your your aura I think you've been relatively close these years I guess that you would like to die as well and uh, <laughs> the Baron just looks at him and goes you know, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, you're that, uh, pretty sure you're that, uh, ancient evil or whatever that's been hanging out in Goldbreak. Uh, Goldbreak, that's right, yeah, you know, Goldbreak, Goldbreak, you know, that's not really that clever. Uh, you could have probably, you know, rebranded or something, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we can figure that out later. I mean, of course, you know, you won't be alive, but, uh, yeah, you know, we'll figure it out when you're gone or whatever, but, uh, yeah, let's, um, and he looks. He looks over at the uh, the three of you and goes, "Um, so uh, so you ready? You uh, are you uh? Should we should we pop this thing off or what?" He's looking at the. Uh, he's looking over at Cosmo, uh, Glenn, and Rangrim. What, what? Pop it. Bring it. Lock it. Drop it. Whatever it is, do it. All right. 
let's uh, let's pop this thing off and let's bring in the cavalry. And uh, he, uh, you see him just, uh, you see him wave his hand through the air, uh, and you see a, uh, a kind of a, a vision, like this vision that appears in the air, and um, we all see as um, we see Winterhaven. Uh, this this city in the far north. You see armies that are just amassed, that are all like standing at ready, facing out into the, the Frostfire Plains, waiting for the Revivifist to lead their army to basically certain doom. When all of a sudden behind them, a massive, a, a number of massive portals appear, and you see the Revivifist army led by Lady Zoran and Bakaren uh, just come pouring out of the back of it, all clad in dark steel armor, and just take the uh, take the Imperial officers that are uh, all surrounded around Winterhaven from completely by surprise from behind, as you see the Rubifist uh, engage in combat with the Imperial army. And uh, as this scrying portal fades uh, and and the Baron, uh, you know, kind of readies himself and pulls out this uh, this this kind of like three quarter staff from behind them, basically out of this like bag of holding that you don't you know you don't really even uh, you don't see you just kind of pull it out of their belt. This ridiculously long staff goes, "All right, um, will you get a uh, you get the big the big black dragon, and uh, I guess I'll handle this idiot." And he uh, he just starts uh, casting spells at. Um, at Goldbreak, um, as you see, uh, Goldbreak po- like looks at Chakar and points his, his finger forward, and um, Chakar just, I think, just dives at you, Cosmo, um, as uh, as he as uh, Goldbreak lifts into the air and begins uh, in you know basically is now engaged in combat with uh, with the Baron. Did he get and away? That- Did he move out of my range? Um, so he lifted into the air, so I guess that would be, uh, moving out of your range. So do you want to do attack of opportunity? Try swinging at him as he's lifting up into the air? I would love that very much. (laughs) 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 22. Uh, that does not hit. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, guys, I found it. (laughs) That didn't Um, hit? That does not hit, no. That does not hit. Um... So, uh, Goldbreak lifts up into the air, and the Baron and Goldbreak are just like slanging spells at each other. Uh, they're 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 engaged in combat um, as they're kind of swirling around this battlefield. And Shakar, uh, at Goldbreak's behest, uh, turns towards Cosmo and uh, has entered into the fray, and it is uh, it is their turn. So uh, Shakar is going to move forward and. He's going to make an attack on you, Cosmo. Go for it. Let's do an attack. Move it. Uh, I think he's first going to come in with his, with the claw. That is going to be 22 to hit. Negative. Let's go for another one. That was a pretty low roll. How's a 32 to hit? Uh, I'll allow it. Um, and he's going to finally come in with a tail. Uh, that is also a 32 to hit. I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, that first one is with the claw is going to be a 16. Uh, and then the second one is going to be a 17. 
So that is uh, 33 damage total. That's steep, but I'll, I'll take it. Okay. Um, so Chikar just, I mean, um, just barrels out at you immediately as soon as this, uh, as soon as you do that. Um, you guys have some pretty good uh, passive persuasion or passive, uh, you know, perceptions. I will say this. The light in the chest of Chikar. There is something that is, the, the light is different. It's not that like, stark green color that it was before there's almost like a different color like almost like a warmer hue that's now imbued with that and it's it's giving off more of a yellowish tone as uh as as it's like from out of the center of chikara's chest that is something that you notice that is that is different than chikara last time hmm okay um but that is going to bring us to the uh end of chikara's turn and um, that is going to bring us to, hey, Rangrim, you want to go? Mm. I might have to turn well, up that Bane cost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my thoughts exactly. Um, well, Baron entering the chat, uh, Rangrim is going to move right up to old Kazi boy there. <laughs> Actually. Kazi boy. Oh, yeah, let's go. Um, let me see here. I have the wrong thing selected. I don't want to measure. You, I want you to know move. that this is only night one, homie. I'm already out of grog. I say, I'd <laughs> had, I've had a whiskey and I'm about done with my wine. I don't know what I'm going to... I don't know what you want from me. You switch from wine to whiskey. The other well, way, but yeah. is going to move next to Cosmo. And I'm going to... <clears throat> I'm just going to nuke Chikar and the homie, right? Um, somewhere in the center. So it catches the both of them. A 60-foot radius beaming light flashes in a 60-foot radius centered on the point which I choose as I am casting 8th-level Sunburst. <laughs> is that going to get you what guys to? Nope. I'm centering it so it's further enough away from us. Okay. Sunburst. Because it's a point that I can choose within 150 feet. I, I see. Okay. Gotcha. So, so basically the center would be like 30 feet away from me and Cosmo. So it would still catch I see. your boy and Shakar. Um, so you're shooting it past them and then it's yep. raiding forward. Any yep. undead have disadvantage on the, constitu the constitution saving throw? Yep. Okay. That that's gonna, that's gonna get, uh, that is definitely gonna get Shakar. So they both make a con save, so right now we, you and I both know the save would be 16. Yep. Oh, you, you're so lucky. That disadvantage got Chikar. So he rolled a 25 first and then rolled a 13. Oh, That's nice. Fucking go. Um, so. Uh, and I'll roll it for, uh, I'll roll it for gold break as well. Uh, Glenn casts Silvery Barbs with, and gives disadvantage to... Uh, bitch tits. Uh, gold break. <laughs> yes, let's go. Sajukor so brings up a question. Um, what about the flying people? Are they in range? Because it's a column, right? Is what he says. Um, uh, it's like a, it's like a, uh, like a ball. Basically, it shows the shape on the spell sheet. It's not like a column. Oh, it's not, it's not, like not a, a column, column, but it is. Yeah. 
he's only about feet, so right. he's 30 feet he's only above yeah, the he, ground a little bit yeah he's only he's like 10 to he's like 15 feet up so he he totally yeah. would still be fine still within range uh he did roll an 18 though okay so he was disadvantage uh well I, he didn't goldbrake didn't cast, have disadvantage he does because i cast silvery barbs my reaction oh okay let's well let's go let's go for the second one then yeah let's just end this encounter right quick uh he actually rolled higher <laughs> that time uh, and has blessed, so uh, that is actually a, uh, a 22 for that second one. Okay, so... Thank you, Let's Hockey do some fan. quick maths here. He definitely would have failed that first one if not for his bless, so I, uh, I appreciate it. So that is 52 radiant damage to Chakar. Uh, half of that to Goldbreak, and Chakar is blinded for a minute. Oh, wow, that's gnarly. What Let's does go. blinded do? I mean, like, I know what it does to me, but what does it do to a <laughs> D&D world? <laughs> I know what it does I, to I me. Can't he has see disadvantage and automatically on. fails. Ability checks that require sight. Hack rolls against a creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Oh, Dang. Oh. That's nasty. For how Glenn long? chuckles in Rogue. Said one minute. Let's one go. minute. Let's Ooh. go. Ooh. Oh, no, he needed does. That. Oh, no. God. He does get to repeat the save at the end of each of his turns. I see. So, see okay. if he's no longer blinded. But yes, for the next minute, as long as he keeps dumping on that one. For at least the next um, turn. And that is my whole turn, except as I cast it, I look at Goldbreak and I say, Your mother's disappointed in you. And then, like, I do that big sunburst. <laughs> you roll for psychic damage. <laughs> Emotional hurts. I think it's been so. I I would let you roll that for a normal a normal NPC, but or man, uh, it has been a long time since Goldbreak had a mom, <laughs> so it's uh it's been a minute. You, um, you never forget your mom. It's, ha- I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if dragons are the same way, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, Raimi. Um, I love it. Okay, uh, that is going to bring us uh, to the top of the order. Uh, with Glen Yaris. Uh, Glenn just immediately recognizing the screaming Chakar's blindness. I imagine Chakar's like looking up and around and thrashing. Um, actually, hold on. Let me make sure. Oh, that yeah. Uh, yeah. Chakar is just Chakar is screaming. I'm also going to just randomly, I'm just going to move uh, Goldbreak and. Um, uh, Goldbreak and uh, Baron around just slightly because I think that it's it's interesting that they're like having a battle that's like flying they're flying around shooting spells at each other. I'm not gonna move them very far, but I'll move them within like five feet or so. But if it's gonna mess with anyone's shit, then I won't. But I just for for flavor, I'm gonna just kind of move them around the map. Uh, Glenn is going to use his movements because even though he's Got a dex hit. He didn't lose any speed. Um, for funsies, Glenn is going to sprint at the heart of Ao and jump off of it. How high in the air is it? Um, I'm gonna say that it's it's like floating off the ground, right? It's ten. It, I would say that the heart of Ao itself is ten, about ten feet up, and so yeah, you can, yeah, and then you can jump off that. So yeah, Glenn is going to use the floating basketball as a floating trampoline, and he's going to jump off the heart of Ao. 
just as a test to see what happens if he touches it. Um, um, and then he... Yep, a little... Right, there will ahead. be some There will be some stuff. Uh, make me a constitution saving throw. Which got me within 10 feet of Jaboy. Why am I rolling two dice? Should not be doing that. Cosmo dice. Huh. That's another nat 20. Ooh. There's three already. Let's go. That's okay. crazy. So, question. Doesn't Glenn have magic shoes? Uh, No, that is just Glenn's nifty feats. Okay. Glenn does not have magic shoes. Okay, I'll say this. You are able to... You jump off this thing, but I, I'm not going to hurt you because you rolled a natural 20, but you can tell that there was some nasty, nasty energy that was coming off this thing. And I think that the bottom of your shoe just melts. Like, I think that like okay, when you cool. when you land, like, I think that it's like you sat your, your foot by the fire side for too long. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. it's you when you land, your feet are just smoking and you can like, your soul is basically, your, the soul of your foot's touching the ground now. Like it's, you, you, you were just, you touched it for just a second, but it was enough to do some, some damage. My Doc Martens. And Glenn's going to jump off the part of Ale's flavor. And um, he has Chandrell in his, like, this whole time he's had Chandrell in his left hand. Mm -hmm. But, like, recognizing that Jakar is kind of the weak point, he's going to pull the dagger of Rainier. Oh. And he is going to try to not plunge the tip into the soul stone, but he is going to aim for the soul stone with the pommel which has Rainier's name carved into it. Okay. And as um, he's like flying in, he's gonna be like, you have to remember. And then you're just going to stab him right in the well, chest, whatever the hell that is. Okay. So you're going to, so there's obviously room beneath this, this very large, this, this, this large dragon. So, I mean, it's a gargantuan in size. So you, you hit the ground and you kind of like, uh, roll me an acrobatics check. I'm sure you'll Happily. do about 4,500. 4,600, uh, 19. Okay. Uh, you hit the ground and just, I think, go into a slide and you like go underneath this thing and then grab the uh, grab the, the, the dagger that uh, Bryn gave you that, you know, had been passed down from Rainier, Rainier uh, Blackworm, and you just stab it upwards through these kind of intertwining wings that are underneath this monstrosity, this kind of abomination that is Chakar, and uh, you reach your arm up into there. I need you to make me another constitution saving throw to see whether or not you can resist, like you can push past the magical energies inside here. Okay, uh, I haven't rolled to hit yet. Do you want me to do that as well or no? Um, yes, yeah, roll, roll the hit. Let's, let's do that. <clears throat> also, I just realized the map around the heart of AO has been changing color this whole time and that is so sick. <laughs> Sorry, I Thanks, already got Andrew. distracted. You want me to roll constitution first? Roll, roll attack first, and then we'll we'll figure that out. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, so attack blinded. So he has. I have advantage on this. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> Sneak attack damage incoming. It's fair. It's my fourth nat twenty of the night. Holy crap! That's I mean, so hey, if there was insane. gonna be a time to do it, it Let's now that is the time. In I'm so glad I sent insane. you those special dice. <laughs> if anyone is, yeah, if it, I was going to say, if anyone's, you know, I, I have cameras on all three of these boys just watching their dice, so I know exactly which what's and real. And it's not even getting. just for the stream is the terrifying <laughs> part. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
they yeah, were there, they're, they're well, well before the yeah. stream. The bathroom ones are just for me. So that is my fourth nat 20 of the night. Okay. That's uh, incredible. That's crazy. Okay. So that's nat 20 wild. and then I need to roll con, right? You uh, yeah. Roll, roll constitution saving throw. But you have plus okay. four because you're near me. Tight, tight, tight. Because I definitely needed that. Um, that maybe. 11 plus four plus two is 17. No. Yeah. 17 con saving throw. Uh, okay. Um, you are having a hard time, but you are pushing past, like there is, there is magical resistance inside of this thing. But as you like, it's almost like the, the dagger that the, that you're pushing into there. It's almost like that's the tip of the spear and you're able to plink it against this, this, this massive gem that's inside. Like it's a six foot gem. It's the same, like you, you actually got to see one of these fully exposed when you destroyed the silver guard dragon, which was bronze guard mm -hmm. and silver worm together. Like this thing is just spinning inside of what you know is probably an empty hollow chest inside of this, this, this creature. Like there's no innards inside of this monster. Um, and as, as you reach in there, you see something. That yellowish light that has changed from being the green you can see that there is not only there is the green, it's still in there, but the reason it's emanating yellow now is because there is some orange that is swirling around inside with this green. And that is kind of changing the color that was radiating out of it. But as you plank this dagger up to it, you see the the, the amount of of the orange, the kind of like the the quantity of orange versus the green shift and the orange kind of starts to overtake. From the point that you hit, you see the orange start to radiate out and is now like kind of 50-50 with the, the green energy that is inside of this gem. Um, and I think that, uh, Cosmo, you see for a second, like you see the like Chikar like kind of visibly like shudder and relax for just a second. And you see their eyes like, I mean, obviously like they're, they're probably like blinking them right now trying to see uh but you see their eyes that were just like this just kind of sickly acidic green that you see it for a second just like change and turn to like this uh this more human color like this this like greenish um like it almost like turns into like there's some hazel that that comes into it like there's orange around the edges of it and for a second and then it pushes away and goes back to the all green but you saw something happen there um, but uh, roll me, roll me the attack with that uh, with that dagger there. This is a sneak attack, cause advantage. Uh, uh, ooh, oh, that was good. Uh, oh, um, it's a it's a crit, by the way, with the uh, with the dagger, because of the uh, getting into the inside of here. Well, it's also a crit because of a uh, nat twenty. Well, there you uh, go. Then it's just 10, a nat twenty. Yeah, just a regular crit. Crit then. Twelve. 22, 31, doubled, 62 plus 8, because it's not Chandrel, it's just the dagger, mm -hmm. uh, so 70 damage, and <laughs> as as Glenn's like, even though it's not the dagger side, it is the pommel side, Glenn is not, like, normally Glenn is like a stick-and-move fighter, he's like stab and pull and dip, but Glenn is just continuously pushing this pommel of with like Rainier's name attached to it uh, just straight into this stone and he is just going to scream out he's like you have to remember why you're here and he's just going to continue 
like thrusting as hard as he can. Um, and that is his turn. But with the just for shits and gigs bonus action, he's going to stay high alert and he's going to use his bonus action to. Dooby 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 doo. Nope, I can't do any of those. That's an action. Yeah, no, that's his turn. So. Okay. Uh, 70 damage to the stone in Chikar's chest. You see uh, the, the stone where you're pressing it into it, you see it starting to like. Um, it, it's not like it's not like it's cracking, but you can like you can almost see like the you're you're pressing this thing into it. It's almost like starting to like the the, the crystal inside of it is starting to actually like bow and disperse around, and you can see that wherever you're pressing that into that orange light, that orange energy is like it's it's almost like it's aiding it in its spread. Like it's wherever you're mm. pressing that to, like that's all the orange energy is kind of radiating around that, and it's. It's pushing back against the green energy. Can I can I retcon because I I thought I had bonus action to use um, dodge, but that's only an, an action. Can I retcon to use booming blade as a part of the sure attack? Okay, why not? Uh, that's just an extra two d eight. And if it moves, right? There's if additional it moves, damage. It takes more, correct? So and I rolled. Oh, that's a six. I was like, how did I roll a nine on a d eight? <laughs> Uh, it's an extra 14 damage, so 84 damage total to this stone. An extra 14, okay. Um, all right. Uh, I mean, it's Chikar's still fine, but uh, you are you're doing some you're doing something down there. You're doing something uh, with with this this soul gem that's you know embedded in Chikar's chest. Um, awesome. That is going to bring us to uh, Mr. Cosmo Stoneheart. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> good one, VK. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Problem that all over again. Oh, that's so good. All right, so Cosmo. <clears throat> all right, so there's a lot's happened since he got a turn last. Um. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> You've seen the, the ripple of orange energy. I saw the flicker the in his eyes for sure. I have advantage on attack rolls. Part of me wants to attack because I assume he's just going to get the save. Um, but it will be mm. end of his turn, right? So he's not going to probably kill me this turn, right? You don't know. Who knows? Cosmo don't know. He, he does have disadvantage on all attacks, um, but oh, that's you true, know, huh? shit is shit is happening. Words, right? Uh, yeah, we just attack. We take the advantage on the attacks. Um, he's just like, Ugh! and he's just, he's just out for vengeance. And uh, we're gonna attack. Roll some dice. All right, first one is a seventeen plus fifteen, so thirty-two minus. 30, so 30 to hit. That does hit. <clears throat> and uh, 23 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Great. 
possible some damage. Damage. Uh, do you do your minus four for the the banes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not. It, I I was rolling them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Ooh, tight. So, 20, 15, and 9, 24. So, 44 damage. The car is undead, too. Oh. Yes. <sighs> yes, they are. Thank you. So, 46. And this is when my note-taking finally pays off. Let's go. <laughs> 51. 51. 51. Just Jesus. a car? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you... I, I mean, how? Give, give us some flavor for this attack. I think... Uh, I mean, this is a big dragon, so Cosmo runs up. He's... He uh, is using the, like, edge side, and he is running up and swinging into this dragon's, like, neck and just slashing at it. Uh... So he's just trying to cut as deep as he can into his scales. As as Chet's just going like cha the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I try to block that out because that just sounds so strange. Like some beach dude just like having a blast, and he's just like roaring with vengeance. And he's like, "You're the one that wanted the sentient weapon." Let's get barreled in his throat. Let's go. Get pity. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Um, okay, so uh, that's uh, you. You, Chikar is just screeching in rage as uh, as Glenn is down underneath, uh, you know, using the dagger uh, on the soul gem, and uh, Cosmo is just like hacking away at his neck. And as it's screaming, uh, Glenn, you see its tail just start whipping underneath it, trying to get you. Uh, with its tail attack, so it's going to use that uh, really quickly as one of its legendary actions. He Is whips his tail back and forth. Whips its tail. Uh, tail yes, he would, he would have disadvantage on hitting you, uh, okay. which I don't think that. We'll see. Oh my god, I literally couldn't have rolled worse. I rolled a six and a three, but the, the lowest of that was still 18. Oh, it does not hit, what? so I think I think like <laughs> Glenn with the the pommel pressed to his chest, and he just sees this like large whipping tail coming through. Glenn like jumps, like just like like lifts his feet, but doesn't move. He just like lifts his feet real quick. <laughs> just just a lot of yes, double dutch back in Glenn's day. Yeah, basically. exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> ta, 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 ta. Uh, amazing. Uh, you're able to uh, you're able to stay away, stay out of that tail attack as it kind of whips underneath you, trying to swipe you away as it's screeching in pain. Uh, that's gonna bring us to Dude, sunburst um, is a six spell. That's yeah, that's nasty. Uh, that's gonna bring us to Goldbreak, uh, who is just gonna continue casting spells as um, him and uh, him and the Baron are just swirling around the air. Like this is an incredible like battle that's happening above you. Just like lights and explosions are happening around you as they are continuing to. Uh, to battle, um, you see, uh, you see Goldbreak summon this like spectral axe out of like just out of nowhere in air and just like dive at the Baron and counterspell. Uh, <laughs> you can use that counterspell. Counter counterspell on Goldbreak attacking Baron. Okay, awesome. I love it. Uh, 
you, uh, yeah, so their, uh, their spectral weapon uh, fades in their hand and they look at you just with like absolute, like. Well, depends because it's not a super high counter spell. Glenn does not have high spells. So is it a higher, is it a third level or lower? Um, I'm going to say that, hmm, I, I, I'm just gonna say it ends it because I I don't okay. have the spell in front of me yet. So perfect, 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 um, perfect, perfect. I think that I I would say that for a spectral weapon like that, I don't think it would be higher than that. So okay, then yeah, Glenn Glenn uses his reaction to cast counter spell to protect the Baron because he's within awesome. the he's within sixty feet still, right? Because they're flying. As long as you're within sixty yes. feet, Glenn, can you? Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. They're, they're I'm not gonna to I'm not gonna have them go higher than uh, than thirty feet ever, and they're kind of circling around you. Okay. Perfect. So, okay. Um, awesome. Uh, so you, the Baron looks at you and just has like absolute murder in his eyes as, uh, as, as you cast this counter spell um, and, and kind of interrupt his, uh, his flow and his casting um, as this, this spec, this like nasty looking spectral axe fades from his hand as he goes to swing it at the Baron. Um, and then like, I think the Baron gets off like an extra hit that you see like penetrate through the, uh, the magical barrier around Goldbreak and hits him and sends him kind of spinning backwards, tumbling backwards a couple feet. And then they, they catch themselves and the barrier reappears around them. Um, and just like two fire, like fireballs appear in their hands and they start casting, uh, um, my gosh, uh, Scorching Ray uh, as, in uh, just whipping around the Baron um, as they are continuing their battle. Um, that's gonna bring us to Chikar, who is, uh, He's he's having a rough time. He's uh he's got this he's got he's kind of have some he's got some some dagger issues going on. He's got some some neck issues going on. He just really needs a whole whole work over here. Um, but Cosmo, you can see that these eyes are, are continuing to flicker, and um, it, it's there there seems there does seem to be something going on um, with within Chakar, uh, where like he seems like he's hesitating, like. Uh, and the way I'm going to do that in mechanics is that he's taking one less attack this turn than he would be able to. It's like he's holding back. Mm. There's something holding Chikar back. Um, but uh, he's going to. I'm going to roll some roll some dice. See which one of the which one of you, uh, you sweet sweet boys, he's gonna he's gonna go after. I think he's gonna do another tail attack on uh, Glenn for sure. So let's all roll that first here, and it's gonna have disadvantage. Rude. Oh my god! It's a nineteen. I rolled so high, and is that does that meet with it's your new close. dexterity? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's so close. <laughs> okay, so you you're close. able to dive underneath that, uh, or like jump over tail. this thing as it as it whips underneath again, uh, but is unable to hit you. Um, and he's gonna turn to. I'm gonna go. Uh, odds for Rangrim, evens for Cosmo. Uh, so about Rangrim, flavor this time, Glenn, Glenn goes to the Aria move where he's like holding it up. He sees the tail coming in and, and instead of jumping, he ducks and then catches it with the other hand and just like stabs the pommel right back into the stone. Like it like never it. even leaves. I love it. Um, Cosmo, you, uh, er, uh, Cosmo, you see uh, as like Chikar, like his eyes are flickering. Uh, you see his head turn and just, uh, just go for a Rangrim. Um, and it's gonna have disadvantage, but we'll see if I can hit him. A little better than I was on Glenn. Uh, that's the lowest of those is a twenty-six. With disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um, uh, he just walked. Sorry, that was on Cosmo. It's on Rangrim. Oh. Oh, that was on me. Yes. Did you uh, said it's you a twenty-six. See- 
26, yes. You see his... Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. It hits. You see his mouth, uh, just his head snaps towards you like a snake, uh, and he's doing a bite attack on you. That's going to be uh, 19 uh, piercing damage plus uh, 8 acid damage. Oh, okay. I forgot he has acid. Fuck. I forgot about the acid damage as well. Okay. It's yeah, just dripping shit. off. And so this, this like, uh, <clears throat> I think that your armor is just, like, starting to smoke. And, like, all the places that he pierced through your armor, just, like, smoking from from underneath. It almost looks like you just have just sprouted steam vents as this acid cooks you inside your armor. Um, and uh, Cosmo's not here. So he's going to take his other, uh, his, well, no, actually, he's only taking two tra- attacks this turn. So, um Yep, that's uh, that's that's actually going to be it for uh, for Chikar. He t- takes his bite attack on you and seem and seemingly leaves Cosmo alone uh, this turn. But um, yeah, that is going to bring us to you, Rangrim. What would you like to do? Okay, Rangrim, I'm going actually to put distance between Chikar and Cosmo. I'm putting myself right like in between them. So to speak, mm-hmm. I can't really do it because of the way the grid is. It's like snapping me to like okay, inside gotcha. Chikar's head. But so I'm like getting my way in between them and pushing Cosmo back just slightly. Okay. And he's gonna say something to the effect of, "Uh, hold your horses there. Can't resurrect you this time. So quit your tough guy shit." And I'm gonna cast a spell. And I'm going to summon a Celestial. I'm summoning a Quaddle, which, John, I will send you the stat block right now. Amazing. Is that like the end of your tailbone, Quaddle? Uh. Oh. There's that guy. It enters in initiative. I roll for its initiative. I control it, but there's the stat block for it, so you know it's a CR4 Celestial. Let's okay, go. what's what's its um Whoa. I think I can add something in here. Um what's its initiative? The fuck is it's a initiative. Its initiative is a two. <laughs> a two for it. it. It is uh, your quaddle. That's right, <laughs> right mine, after you. Amazing. But it does have a it does have a plus five to deck, so technically it'd be a seven. So I don't know if you where you want to toss that into the initiative order. Um, okay, so yeah, I'll add it in as a. Uh, it's gonna go right. It's gonna go be- between you and uh, and Chikar. So uh, when the oh, quarrel yeah, comes into comes into uh, existence, it goes. I'm a snake. I'm a silly snake. A snake. little snake. Now I'm, I'm a sneaky <laughs> flying snake. Looks like a Pokemon. It looks so happy. Yeah, it looks so yeah, happy. It, it's a, it's, it's like a very chibi Quaddle. So it was, it was absolutely perfect. It was also one of the only ones I could find that has a transparent background. So perfect. perfect. That's awesome. Perfect. 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 I'm a, um, a snag. Awesome. So, uh, uh, Dan, where do you want this thing located at? You, you could ping the map if you want it moved. Um, so if I would, so like I said, I wanted to create some space between Chikar and Cosmo. So I would put it where I was. Okay. And I would kind of just there get in front of perfect. Cosmo and have the Coatl kind of summoned where I was standing. Okay, perfect. There you go. I moved Chikar back a little bit to give you a little bit more room. Um, awesome. So I love it. Um, so that technically means he gets dropped into his, into his initiative uh, post. So he's already passed him, but d- does he get a, a move? I don't really know how that works. That is a very good question. The spell doesn't... I would say he just... Let me just... 
I would say he just gets a, gets a move if you want him to. You, you'd think... Let me just double check. Hold on. Let me check the actual spell real quick. It just says it rolls its initiative, has its own turn. As long as they don't violate its alignment, it will still obey my commands. It doesn't say anything about where it would drop in the initiative order. It just says it gets okay. its own initiative. I, it, I'm going to say it gets a it, get, it gets a turn. Makes sense. Okay. Um, so then hearing what I told it to do was uh, protect Cosmo. It's going to then just cast uh, Cure Wounds on Cosmo. Okay. Awesome. A kid. Let's go. So that I believe, because it's an at one of its at will spells, it's just first level. So it's a D8 plus its spellcasting modifier. Which is I'm looking a very at good question. Stat it's a spellcasting modifier. I'm looking at the stat block, but that's uh, charisma. Okay. So it's okay. a plus one four. It's a D eight plus four. Billion. D8 oh. plus four. Okay, so nine. You get nine back. All right. Um, and just for flavor, it can speak all language, all languages. It's telepathic. It has true sight. So because it's telepathic, every single person in this battlefield here to come in and say, I'm a snake. Snake. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Flapping with, I'm a Philly snake. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> after, uh, after, after the Quaddle's turn, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have uh, Chikar take another. Uh, he's gonna try to get you with that tail attack again, Glenn. <laughs> he's gonna God do it. Damn it! Remember, oh, he didn't ma- I'm sorry, he didn't make a save on his turn either. I'm gonna have to make a save here in a second. Uh, but I'll do it after uh, this yes. attack, so he will have disadvantage on it. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Make the save first because it's at the end of his turn. Yeah, it's at I, the end of his turn. Okay, the save's at now. the end. Of the- I, I don't want to. I don't want to. That's, that's fair. Take- uh, what is yeah, yeah. what kind of save is it? Um, I believe it was a con save. I'm going to double check. Okay. Dude, Rangrim's spells are bonkers. Oh, yeah. That was 8th level. No, sorry. That was 7th level. It wasn't even 8th level. No, that was 8th. Eight. Eight. Sun um, versus 8th, yeah. Yeah, it is a con save. Okay. Um, that is going to be a 22. Wait, disadvantage on the monster. Monster, you mean Jakar or the Philly Snake? I assume on the on Chikar. On the Philly Snake. The Philly Snake. The blind one. The blind yeah, Chikar. Chikar. Yes. <laughs> we have someone on our side. Let's go. <laughs> so, this isn't is even us fighting a monster. It's just Hockey Dad, Man and Sajikor fighting. Years. We got the points. <laughs> us pawns. They, yes. They are the ones that are going. That was around. an 11. Yo. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, bring go. that disadvantage. Bring that disadvantage. Oh my god. Okay. Uh oh my gosh. That's insane. All right. No. You jerks. Um either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack you with the uh the tail attack again. See if I can get you with this time. It's pretty good. And that is a nat one. Oh, let's go. Uh, he uh he goes to he goes to hit you and actually like gets his tail caught. Um, in, in, in one of the side pieces and actually, or stabs it down to the ground and actually gets caught. So I'm not saying that he can't do another legendary action with his tail. Um, That's nice to you. Well, next turn. Um, okay, awesome. That is going to bring us to, well, uh, Rangram, is your turn done? That is it, yep. Perfect, okay. Uh, that is going to bring us to the top of the order with Glenyaris. Man, so much, I'm 
freaking out. Um, <laughs> dude, my heart rate is insane right now. Uh, okay, so he didn't move, so Booming Blade did take effect. Okay, nope. um, sorry. Uh, kind of forgot that I was in this fight. I was having so much fun watching. Bucket, I mean, he's still blinded, so I still have advantage. So I am going to... Glenn is going to take the dagger once again, the dagger of Rainier, and he is going to do everything he can, summoning the courage of his dwarven friends and their their connection to their gods, and he is going to pray. And as he kind of reloads for this attack, He's going to pull the, the dagger back down towards his hip. And again, summoning is just thinking of his dwarven friends, thinking of their their faith in everything that is holy and thinking of how much he misses Bryn. He is going to just strike right back into the, the soul stone with this dagger. And he is going to just try to plunge it into any fissure that he might be able to see. He's okay. not using a pointy bit. He is using still the pommel. Like, if you can go mm-hmm. non-lethal on a on a rock, <laughs> that's what he's doing. He's yeah, and it is plunge it back in. It is this this like um like kind of bending around like the like it's kind of bending around you as you're pressing this thing in. The, the like this this soul stone is actually kind of like displacing itself around you as your hand is like barreling this thing deeper into the uh, into the soul stone. Okay, and again, just to like channel as much oomph as he can, he's gonna cast Roll Mage Hand on top of his hand and just like <laughs> as much force Ten as he can Ten pounds of drive. pressure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love uh, it. Uh, roll, yeah, roll that attack again okay, with advantage. Okay, 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 okay. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Um, that is not a nat 20 for the first roll of the night. Um as a 19 to hit. That does not hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, okay, so 19 it's... to hit, so I, I think Roll he's me the just... constitution saving throw. Oh, perfect. I, am I still close enough? Yep, I'm still within 10 feet. Uh, 16 plus 2, 18 on the con save. Okay, you're able to uh, resist it pressing you backwards, uh, like but you're able to continue to stay where you're at, like kind of pressing into this displaced uh, soul stone, but you aren't able to make any more progress into it as you're trying to push it forward. Okay, I think what like kind of what happens is uh, <laughs> Glenn and Brian are both freaking out a little bit <laughs> as, as, <laughs> to the intensity of what's going on. And he just kind of like takes a glancing blow on it. It probably just like, I mean, trying to push wood into a stone. It just mm-hmm. like kind of bounces off. And as he kind of passes and misses by it with his bonus action, he's going to catch the... Do I want to do it? Do I want to do it? I'm going to do it. Do it. He catches gold break floating out of his side, like the corner of his eye. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Misty Step. And in the air, Glenn is going to finish his turn floating behind gold break okay and you're falling right because you can't fly i i can't fly so glenn is ending his turn in descent directly behind gold break okay i love it um 
Amazing. Uh, so are you trying to fall onto him or just trying to, nope, try to fall just, so you pass it, by him? Yeah, exactly. So like okay. Glenn, so sorry, let me go back real quick just to get measurements. Uh, Glenn, yeah, so. Yeah, you're fine. If where they're at right now is accurate to like the fight that they're having, Glenn is going to go behind him and about 10 feet up because he's 20 feet away. So he's going to be a little bit higher than him. So he's going to have like his turn to like fall yep. past. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. I think that that's that's totally fine. I, I Glenn is, you know, well, even older than he was previously, but an old elf and understands the ways of, uh, you know, physics. So I, I think that'll be fine. So, go, so like Glenn misses, and then this is from the Raven Queen's cross. There's just a puff of black feathers. I love and it. And he just lands, well, doesn't land. He is just beginning to descend yep. directly behind Goldbreak. I, I think... Glenn will land, like try to put himself slightly above that pedestal because it's ten yeah, feet of water below, right? Okay. That's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. I would you'd be falling ten. You'd be falling probably about twenty five feet in the water if you were yes. to fall from behind him. So yeah, I think that that's a good call. Um, awesome. Is that the end of your turn? Oh God, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, uh, man. I love it, uh, Cosmo. It's your turn. All right. It is indeed Cosmo's turn. He now has this trusty coddle that is coddling him. Um, Coaddle coddle, if you if you do well. And uh, Cosmo, so Rangrim is between me and the dragon. And uh, I don't want to mess with that. So yep. All right. So Cosmo is going to like dragon is still blinded. Yep. It's still blinded. Yeah, unfortunately. And uh, just, let's keep going. And he's going to step in. And uh, I think maybe he's going to kind of run in. And this time he's going to slap. He's going to go for the, I guess it might be over here. I don't know. The dragon's like shoulder. That's what he's going for. Okay. Yeah. Plenty of shoulder to get. Plenty of shoulder to be had. It's going to be a twenty-eight minus twenty-seven to hit. Uh, yes, that hits. Absolutely. Come on. How can I not get a single twenty? And Glenn's rolling like four tonight. You traded them all to him. Sure did, apparently. Um. So that's gonna be a twenty-nine minus two. So twenty-seven to hit again. 27 to hit? Yeah. Okay. Um, that is... That is... Yeah, it's going to hit. All right. Let's... I can decide if I want to spend any spell slots here. I don't think so. We, we're still holding. We're, we're holding out. I don't want to be too greedy with it just yet. I don't know. The opportunity... What is here, the... Let's say, what is the just yet? We're fighting two fucking dragons. I don't know, man. I feel like something would be is coming up, man. I don't know. Shit's about to break. Play a lot of Final Fantasy, have you? Multi-stage combat. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel break. like. Let's see. Sorry, eleven, twenty, thirty. Uh, so he's gonna do another 
62 points of damage. 62 points of damage? Yep. That's, yeah. Um, ha- give me a little flavor for that. Yeah, I think uh, he is... Uh, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> I think he kind of runs mm-hmm. in, and he, like, just goes right for, like, the wrist, and he's just, like, slap. Well, did he grow his arm back? Glenn cut uh, his so arm up. He's, yeah, he's, he's missing both front arms because he has six legs, so he's yeah. missing both front legs. Oh, okay. He's just walking on stumps, basically, at this point. And there are different heights, too. I think one's cut off, like, right at the wrist, and then one's cut off, like, above the elbow. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, I think maybe he just goes straight up into that, like, uh, maybe, the, like, the elbow joint. And he's just slicing, oh, trying to cut it, cut him off and put him, put him off a little bit. Cut him down to size a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um... Cosmo, I will say this. Uh, you, the eyes, like, you have, since Glenn uh, teleported away, uh, you, the eyes have gone all the way back to pretty much green. Uh, they, they're, they're like, there's very little orange that's still uh, remaining in them. Okay. Um, and you can see that the aggression level that Jakar has raised. All right. Um, I don't think I have really anything I want to use my bonus action on. So that's, that's, that's it. All right. Uh, that is going to bring us to our uh, our, our boy Goldbreak. And uh, Glenn, you teleported above, and unfortunately for you, Goldbreak has blind sense and can tell that you are where you are as soon as you show up behind them. And yeah. uh, you see them, you see them just point their finger back like this. And you yeah. see that dark energy that is starting to build up in their uh, in their finger, um, yeah. and they're going to cast finger of death at you. Yeah, um, that's real bad. He's going to cast finger of death. He's going to cast the bad finger at, at Glenn. Um, let's see. He's within <laughs> thirty feet of me. Yes, I have something. Oh for no, this. it's Uncle Bad Touch. I have something. For uh, this. Oh no. <laughs> the bad touch guy um i really wish that i don't know why for whatever reason uh the the spells don't roll automatically in uh so um is there a save or no yes there is a constitution saving throw okay when while wearing the bracelet oh shit the bracelet of agate or agus i'm trying to so this is one that you have to save against right Yes, it's a it's a dexterity. He has a he has a dexterity saving throw. Our constitution saving throw. I'm sorry. Creature gains. All right. While well, wearing the bracelet, you can expend one of its charges as a reaction when a friendly creature that is within thirty feet is hit by. Oh, I think it's a melee attack, isn't it? Because it's like shield, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it says if they're hit, then it's definitely a spell attack, not like a save or suck kind of spell. Gains a bonus to its AC. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Save it. Okay. His AC is not going to matter. All right. Well, you're still blessed, so roll good. The Baron cast counterspell again. You activated. <laughs> you you activated my trap card from our boy Yuri. Activated a bunch of spell turning. While oh. wearing the ring, I have advantage oh. on saving throws against a spell that it targets only me. Yes. 
Yuri. I'm gonna roll this. I'm so afraid to throw these dice. I've literally just been rolling these in my hand, freaking out. <laughs> oh shit. I'm literally afraid to throw this. Uh dear God. You're okay, God. okay, 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 okay. And don't forget you are blessed as well. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not freaking out, you're freaking out. Shut up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 22. If it meet it, so it's it it is 22. So does that who does that go to? You're saving, right? He's the saver. So, so uh, I'm the one who's I'm the one who's meeting. So I'm the one who's beating. That's how I feel like. I don't, I, I I think it's the person who rolls is the person who's so trying Jukor to. Of course, says he's safe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy <laughs> crap. You are so inc- wait, um, oh, wait, uh, no, yeah, because he doesn't get his his bane or his bless on this, right? No, because it's a save, so you're good. Yeah, Holy crap, you are so frigging lucky. Oh my uh. god. Oh my god. You see this spell- I don't like just this like game. Blast, I'm freaking out. I'm not okay. You see this thing's blast past you? I'm just gonna tell you right now, it was over 60 damage. It would have been. Oh my god. I rolled it beforehand. Uh. Uh, this thing blasts past you, and you are just able to. I think you do like the whoop out of the way as this beam shoots past you. I think rips a hole, or, like burns a hole straight through your cloak, um, and you uh, you continue your descent uh, towards them as they uh, as they they do this. Um, but oh my you god! See, like that that was that was super close. Um, okay, that's gonna bring us to Jakar's turn, and Jakar. His chill is worn off now, and uh, <laughs> yeah. When was the chill? <laughs> where where do we see the chill? He had slowed down a little bit. He didn't use one of his attacks last turn because he was a little bit placated. Oh, uh, that is right. Was, that is the chill. Was, you're right. You're right. You're right. He right. had a, he had like so if he's he if he was at like a like a chill of like you know two before he's a, definitely at a zero now, um, and is going to cast. Uh, he's going to use his acid breath. Um, and it's going to be right at uh, the three of you. And I think it's also going to hit Glenn. I mean, if it's at three of us and it's going to hit me, then it would also hit. It, it will. It's going to hit. I think it's going to hit everyone. I think it's going to hit everyone. Uh, like hundred. Gold break two? Yes, it will also hit gold break. Oh, God. Fuck. All right. So it's because uh, it, it's a cone. So it's, yeah. it's going. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. It's a line. So he is actually he's actually not gonna hit Glenn. Um he's gonna hit uh he is gonna hit our boy instead because he's gonna do a straight line ahead of him, and so that's actually gonna hit Oh I'm sorry, no, ten foot. Hit her up above ten feet. It's not gonna hit anyone else except for uh Ramgrim Cosmo and uh the Quaddle. Quaddle. Uh, I need you guys to make me a dexterity saving throw. And please roll well. I've never rolled this many dice in my life. By the way, I just oh, clicked the button and it just exploded. So, um, um, wow. Dan, you have plus four to deck saving throws. Um, oh, so does does the Kawaddle as well? Because it's an allied creature. Probably. Kawaddles are good at decks. Kawaddles are good. Yep. So he, the Kawaddle got a nineteen. Rangrim okay. got a twenty-five. I'm a super um, slippery snake. Silly slippery snake. I think snake. that. 
it being in my aura would all i don't know if the quaddle saves at 19 <laughs> i'm checking my aura um check that aura see if it i'm checking to see if it qualifies hold on i it can qualify okay it, it's so it no, gets... there's no reason to wait all right sorry all right so i need to roll a dex saving throw mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. it doesn't matter because the 19 fails not 20. Nat 20. Um, your nat 20 death does work, uh, but the, yes, a 19 does not uh, does not save. Um, Rangrim, oh, you're going to scoop up a full 72 damage as this acid uh, blasts, uh, blasts into you. Um, and uh, Cosmo, you're going to take half that. Uh, that's going to be 36 damage. Yes, 36 damage. Oh, no, damage. no, no. Fuck. I didn't roll the 19. Rangrim got a 25. Oh, the Quaddle? Quaddle got the 19. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Quaddle. It's not dead. Nope. Yeah. What? You can summon something that has that much life? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Um, <sighs> Holy this, shit. You see, uh, or seven you see so. Chikar just build up this, like, this whole, their whole, like, throat fills up with acid and then just, just blast this beam out that just, like, washes over the three of you and uh, in the quaddle and, like, it is an incredible amount of damage. So uh, 60, uh, 60, oh my gosh, uh, 36 damage for Rangram and Cosmo, 72 damage for the Quaddle um, as this uh, acid damage just like blasts past in a 90 foot beam that shoots right underneath uh, underneath the Baron as well. Uh, but not good, uh, not good for anyone uh, involved there. Um, and you also see that Jakar rips its uh, tail out of the ground and is now able to use its uh, tail attack again. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's not good. Um, and that's going to bring us to Rangrim. Okay. Oh, no, it'd be the Quaddle first, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Quaddle. The... Okay. Give me just one hot second on that. You're good. No shenanigans here. Cosmos HP is getting so low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Oh, that's scary, my dude. Yeah, you you have no more revivifies either. I have no revivifies left in the tank. Cosmo, this cat has run out of lives. <laughs> oh, man, you were just about to use that punch card again, too. I don't know, man. That third was... one's free. Dang it. It is, actually. That's the whole That's the whole bit. Wait, the third one's free? I thought it was the fifth <clears throat> one. Have you been... You've been suiting me this whole time, Rangrim? No, 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 no. I would, I, he would never do that to you. The Quaddle is going to make a bite attack against Chikar. Okay, so it needs to move up then, right? I'm a, I'm yep. a choppy snake. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm a, I'm a bitey snake. <laughs> so he would move slack. up its, uh, let's see. Let's go. 23 on his bite. Uh, yeah, it hits. And he has to make a DC 13 con save. I don't know if I'm going to make that. It's a 30. Does he, <laughs> is he still? Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um... Does he still have disadvantage? Uh, no, and say I guess he would. Was it, does that count for saves too? 
The well, disadvantage was just on the save for being blinded because he's undead from Sunburst because it's radiant. Right. No, no, no. Is he still blinded, though? Yeah, he is blinded. Oh, J- Jakar needs to make oh, a yeah. save on yep, that throw. Yeah, but he's blinded. All oh, attack shit, against he needs to make his... Having... Yeah, because it was just his turn. He needs to make his save for the blinding as well. So let me let me do that real quick. Is that a con? That's a con save as well, right? Yep. Lower high, lower high. I'm hoping low. It's a 16. Does that, that matches? Does that... That meets my save. Yeah. Okay, so that oh, he's then... no longer blinded. He's... Holy crap! He literally ro- could not have rolled worse. He rolled a two that time. Like I guess he could have rolled worse. Could have rolled one worse, but so terrible. So he is. You see him shake his head, and he can now see. Um, but that I mean, yeah, he he that Constitution saving throw uh, against the Quaddle, even with this advantage, rolled a twenty-eight. Okay, and then lastly, um. That's it for the Quaddle. He's just uh, sitting there, um, hanging out, melting. <laughs> no feathers left on that uh, on that Quaddle no. at all. Um, love it. So, so it's then uh, that your turn. Then come to my turn. Uh, okay, so and just right off the rip, Ripper. I'm going to kind of dust off my. I'm sorry, what was it? 36 damage? I didn't take the damage from before. I'm going to dust off the poisony damage. Ringrim's armor's taking a beating. I'm going to give Chikar the finger, and I'm going to use a charge for my gauntlets, and I'm going to just cast heal on Cosmo. Cosmo, you're getting 80 HP. 80? 80. Oh, 80. Zero. Wow. That's a big heal. Like? What does it look like when Rangroom heals via gauntlet? Like with my shield hand, I'm just like giving him the finger because that's the with the harm spell on, and then I turn around and just give him a thumbs up. My arm just like glows, and he's feeling real nice. <laughs> Feel real, real good. Eighty HP, Jeebus. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not eighty. It's cast at only six levels, so it's seventy HP. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. That's insane. That's, uh, that's most of my health. <laughs> that's that's wild. Um, and that really is my whole damn turn. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, that was a that was a hell of a heal, my dude. Um, okay, that's going to bring us to the top of the order uh, with our boy Glyn Yaris. So Glyn just uh, had a death beam, a Vada Kedavra cast. Uh, fing- a finger of death. Yes, a finger of death. So as Glyn is descending, because he was just above Gold Break yes. by about yeah. like 5, 10 feet, Glyn is going to take his just falling momentum he's not going to try to like catch himself so he's about 15 feet in the air and there are no pulled punches on this one he is going to sheave Rainier's dagger and with the mage bane's side of Chandrell he is going to come down as hard as he can on gold break with this uh coated blade um I, I don't think I have disadvantage, but 
as a bonus action, I can cast, nope, not cast, that's not the right word. As a bonus action, I can use steady aim. So as a bonus action, you give yourself advantage on your next attack roll on the current turn you can use. Nope, I like this better for RP purposes. As an arcane trickster, I can take the help action with my mage hand. So he points the finger of death at me and then directly in front of him and directly in front of Goldbreak, <clears throat> he gets John cena and he goes, you see a mage hand go like this. <laughs> yes. Just to distract him to give Glenn advantage <laughs> on this attack. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so weird, it actually has that sound every distance, single time though. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in the that's, distance there's a trumpet. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the somatic components actually. Oh god, I'm so afraid to throw these dice. Uh, throw them, throw them, throw them. You're all in dice. By the power of Danny. Have the okay. power. Okay. 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 I okay. Bring you okay. My energy. Okay. Twenty-six. That does. That does hit. Plus bless. Okay. 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 And because I was a hit, while I have advantage, that is a sneak attack. Plus, plus, I'm plus, going plus. to use our boy, our dearest Forgy boy. I made sure to add the oil to the sharp mm. side of Chandrail. Yes, the side that's that's applied uh, has had silver guard applied to it. Yeah, so there's a. Mm. I, I like to think there is like a, you know, that sound effect in every great samurai film where it's like sing. There's that like just cut through the wind effect. So even though it's not, he's not swinging it with any extra motion. There's it's so much sharper because of Rangram's skill that uh, I think a ripple effect in the the wind takes effect. Okay, that mm, not great, but uh, so that's a nine on that plus sneak attack. Ooh. So you're saying he cuts wind? <laughs> yes, fuck. <laughs> that's that's Glenn almost that's almost the saying. That's almost Glenn, the joke. <laughs> Glenn cuts wind. <laughs> he cuts the so wind. So it is nine plus nineteen twenty nine thirty six thirty six slicing damage to gold douche. <laughs> what does the mage bane do? What a oh. good-looking question. Can you please make a off. constitution saving throw? Mm. Uh, mm. Yep, I can. Mm. So, okay. Flavor points. Glenn's in the air. He dodges the slice. John Cena's hand comes through. He slices through him, and as he's slicing through him, and as he sees the Mage Bane poison, or the Mage Bane oil start to take effect, and he's still kind of falling past him, out of his like one of his hands actually no even better yet out of his mage hand from the fingertips you see these silvery barbs cast into his eyes and so he just gets poked in the eyes with these silvery barbs so he has to take it at disadvantage okay so a con right. saving throw at disadvantage for gold break all right let's uh let's do it for all the marbles i think, I think you would have definitely passed that first one so so he originally rolled a 27 and with this advantage, he rolled a 25. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely saves. Okay. That's fine. That is a coating of the oil gone. 
Um, I'm just trying to see if it's a suck or Love that loading music. Half as much damage for the have as much poison and psychic damaged, but is not considered poisoned. He's not poisoned. If he was poisoned, that's the that's the sauce. So Ooh. he still takes another. Anybody remember the number I just said for the amount of damage? Forty six poison I, and forty six psychic. I already I already minus it away from him, so it's fine. Okay, so he's going to take forty six poison in half. So ten, fifteen and a half. So eight damage there. Another eight, and then another 11, 13, another seven. So fi- another 15 damage to. Okay. Uh, so it was, it was the 40, 40 something. So total, it's like 40 something plus the 15. Then. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Because all the, all the psychic and poison damage is half. Uh, you, you bring this blade down and you, and you just jam it, like jam it into. Uh, them and it, like and even though you're only you only get a glancing blow, you see this made this this like potion this poison that you've had on you for a very long time. You know it's potency, and you you like even though it's only a glancing blow, you're able to get through that like magical barrier and like kind of chip into this like kind of hardened scaly hide of gold break, and um, you see some of that poison sift like kind of sift through the cracks of their. Um, of, of their scales and it you you see them just kind of like grimace in pain and like let out this growl this deep guttural growl and I, I think this is the first time you've heard them kind of let out a, a sound of pain um, as you are uh, yeah as you are doing uh, doing that with with your blade and that's uh, yeah I, I mean it's a good one well done and I think Glenn so the, the way that that bonus action moved to get Oh no, I did not use. So Glenn lands at the end of his turn mm-hmm. and uses his movements uh, to get the fuck out. Uh, Glenn's gonna run 30 feet, but like in a super, like super masculine, threatening way. He'll run away. <laughs> oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. So as, as Glenn's coming down, does all these all this shit, um, slice him, lands, nice realizes there's not. A, a ton of damage he goes uh, and then just runs away <laughs> also there wasn't there a um uh saving throw i had to make for attacking him yes there is a Eight, make me constitution yeah. saving throw okay. thank you for remembering i appreciate your honesty yeah, yeah of course of course of course um that aura of not. ouchies is uh out to get you pretty good I don't think at the time of hitting him I would have been within 10 feet mathematically so 19 to save that does uh, that does save against his uh, a a sense his aura against his aura Um, but uh, yeah that's uh, you're able to uh, you're able to you know stay out of that um, just barely but um yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's not a like half damage. Uh, it's just no, a, it is. A, a it is a, sorry, it is a half damage kind of thing. So you're gonna take. Uh, you're gonna take seven damage from that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is Glenn's turn. Okay. Awesome. Uh, that is going to uh, bring us to Cosmo, Mister Cosmo Stoneheart. <laughs> All right. 
uh, Cosmo feeling absolutely revitalized from just only 70 points of HP. Uh, only. <laughs> just like hit half his L. Is uh, going to uh, he is going to like kind of like step down toward like uh, he's going to keep running down kind of like this, the edge of uh, the car. I don't know where I would be at this point. I don't know. He's like he's in here. We'll call it that. Somewhere. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's in the neck meat area. Ooh, we're getting advantaged. Let's go. Nice. Um, he is the power of Sujukor compels you. He is gonna like <laughs> just kind of like running down the side of this dragon. I think he's just like moving on to the next leg. Okay, <laughs> he's just he's just taking out all the on, on the, <laughs> on the next sale. leg onto the next leg of this uh, this battle. So and uh, he is coming in slicing, and um, he's gonna use his bonus action to uh, use Staggering Smite. Okay. So You're going to get real all smitten up in here? You're going to real smitten. Do. All right. All right. The red hitboxes are on the legs. That's for sure. I feel the like glowing it's, red. It's glowing uh, red. Those are the points, targets. Yeah. Andros uh, is going down. <laughs> God, it's a great game. All right, so it it holds up. I played again on Switch recently. It holds up. It is perfect. So twenty-eight to hit. Uh, Does hit? Yes. Great. Great. All right. So he takes. He takes a good amount of damage. He takes twenty-six. Wait, hold on. Sorry, twenty-six damage plus. 46 and then he's gonna have a save in a second or well he has a wisdom saving throw i'll tell you that while i'm rolling these d6s okay does that uh, does so that include the uh damage against undead yep does okay we rolled a natural 20 so i think he's gonna save dude what is with the 20s tonight i know uh, uh, Beyond's helping right me out now. here so 15 16 yeah, this is Chikar's second natural 20. All right, so let's see. So 16 plus, uh, plus 21. So that's 37. 37. All right, so now my second attack. Dang it. Well, that didn't work. Not how I wanted that to go. Shit, everyone is mad at us. <laughs> let's give them 20s. <laughs> Attracts. It's not giving me any twenties. I want one. Every twenties brought to you by Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second attack is gonna be a twenty-one. Dirt. Uh, that that does not hit. All right. So thirty-seven um, damage. So thirty-seven damage. That's okay. It. What was the wisdom saving throw for? Uh, for the staggering smite. Oh, okay. Yeah, hurt. he rolled a he rolled the natural twenty on that, so he's he got right, a right, save. Right. Um, uh, awesome. Well, I think that's it. He uses he uses all the things. Okay, I mean, 
Chikara's not looking good, I'll say that. Like you're you you well into bloodied, like the, the 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 stumps of the legs are like all ripped up, his neck is bleeding, like there's like acid dripping down to the floor, like it's 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 not a good situation um at all. And you can see that the um like the the gem inside is still spinning and like you know it, it has less of that orange light uh anymore. It's still more it's more of like that back to the greenish yellow color. So uh, um, on the silvery barbs that I cast on gold break on mm-hmm. the last attack, I've been fucking this up this whole time. Silvery barbs let me dis cause disadvantage on one, which then cause advantage on the other on whomever I choose. So Rangram has advantage on his next attack. Oh, dope. That's awesome. Sorry, so awesome. against your Definitely should have said it to you. Again, it, it, Rangram just has advantage on his like, like. So you can you do it you outright. can you do it to one and then it gives. Are you sure that's not you can direct? Yeah. So the... you magically distract the tar- the triggering creature and turn its moment uh, sorry momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. Oh, oh cool. The creature must right. roll the d twenty. Use a lower roll. You can then choose a different creature you can see within range. I can choose myself, but I'm choosing that's super Rangram. useful. Then choose the chosen creature has advantage on the next attack roll. Okay, hmm. I love it. Great. So oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to put it on Cosmo for the next attack because he just used it. I'm going to use it on the next attack for Cosmo just because it's an attack roll and not a spell. Okay, if that makes sense. I love it. We're punchy boys. Here's the scene. Here's the scene right now. Cosmo is hacking away at Jakar. Uh, Rangrim is also engaged in combat with Jakar, uh, trying to keep Cosmo alive as much as possible while also like the Quado is helping. Um, and Glenn, you just jumped down onto uh, onto Goldbreak and did this attack with the Mage Bane po- uh, Poison and then basically just ran away to try to get out of range. But you, this is the second time now that you have directly attacked and upset uh, Ch- uh, Goldbreak. And you can see that Goldbreak's eyes, while they're still on the Baron, like he is looking at you and you catch just out of the corner of your eye as you're running away you see their their finger point towards you again, but this time it lights up green. You see this 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 finger of energy being pointed at you from Goldbreak. And you're expecting to hear like a blast of an energy behind you or something like that. But what you see is in front of you, you see a shield spell go up in front of you. And uh, you see for a second, you see the Baron has cast the shield spell in front of you to protect you. Oh no. And then you see a flash of green light as a disintegrate ray goes off and it it doesn't hit you but when you look back you see the baron uh, floating in midair and he just looks looking down at himself and you see this giant green hole through the center of him and just goes well shit and you see them just start to disintegrate and fall into ashes um, into the water below. But just before like their their body completely disintegrates, with your high perception, you swear you see just a little bead of light go shooting out of their uh, out of their form and just across the water. Just just kind of shoots itself out away, just far across the water as uh, you see them just turn to ash their their uh, staff kind of falls to the water beneath like all their clothing just kind of disintegrates um as you see the baron fall apart and 
As that happens, you hear just the cackling laughter of Goldbreak um, haunting, hauntingly behind you. And that is where we're going to leave the session tonight. Fuck. Ooh. All right. Sorry, Glenn. Fuck. Thank you for listening to the Almost Heroes and their mostly 5th edition D&D adventures. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, and you can catch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash bangerangbobby. See you there.